yet another anime podcast. This is who the hell do I think I am? I'm Ninja Boy, and I'm yet another anime podcast host. Hope everyone's doing well out there. It's only been a week since the last episode, given my wonky release schedule last month, but I've definitely been watching a bunch of anime. While last month I focused mostly on diving into a bunch of shows and movies I hadn't seen before for episodes of the podcast, uh, completing my Ghibli walkthrough as well as sampling a bunch of Donghua first episodes for last episode, um, that didn't leave me a lot of time to catch up with the current seasonal anime. So for this episode and next, I'm actually going to not overload myself with new shows to watch for the most part as I reset before. October comes with a bunch of new shows to check out, so consider this a bit of a chill episode, so to speak. So as far as seasonal shows this season, uh, taking stock of what I'm watching, uh, let's look at it by platform. Over on Crunchyroll, uh, I'm caught up with the following shows. Uh, Hamifura Season 2, We Make Our Life, The Time I Was Reincarnated by a Slime Season 2, uh, Part 2, uh, Chukimichi, Moodlet Fantasy, Dragon Maid Season 2, Aquatope on White Sand, and The Editant Gods Only Know Peace. So I also caught the premiere of Fan of Princess Pirate, that Crunchyroll Adult Swim collaboration. And honestly, I'm having a real blast with that one for sure. Definitely get that on your watch list if you haven't already. I'm not going to do a full review here. Again, want to keep this like a chill episode. Um, that being said, those are those ones I have caught up on. I'm not yet quite caught up on the latest episodes of Death Battle in 5 Seconds. Um, it's the one most likely for me to drop at this point from Crunchyroll. Um, but you know, hopefully it can impress me whenever I get around to, to watching them. I also put Pete's Boy Riverside on hold until the end of the season uh, when I can watch it through in chronological order uh, so it's not too much of a pain otherwise. Now, notably, I actually put My Hero Academia uh, Season 5 on hold since I realized I was watching it almost out of a sense of obligation and, and it was very perfunctory when I watched it. So uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, I also decided to put Jahi uh, Sama Won't Be Defeated on hold for now. Probably going to drop it, honestly. Um, after, since it premiered a couple of episodes you know, later, I think, you know, I think we're about four episodes in at this point. Um, but it kind of feels like it's the same gags over and over and over again. So um, there's no real character development at all, which maybe that's something that you want here but you know i don't think it's really enough to to really keep me invested going forward so that and i think i'm gonna actually go back and and finish watching devil is a part-timer which i sampled for my isekai episode um it has a similar premise uh to see you know you know the demon lord being trapped in the human world and working a part-time job um but we'll I, i've heard good things about the characterization in that so it's not just a bunch of gags one after another so we'll see if that's so executed any better uh, similarly, moving on to Funimation, I had actually dropped Kageki Soju uh, early this year. You know, I know it's really highly regarded by a lot of people. Um, personally, you know, I found that the drama from the first couple of episodes wasn't really my cup of tea. It was really missing that like, theatrical element to it. So instead, I actually, similar to watching an old show that reminds me of a show I ended up putting on hold or dropping this season uh, for with with you know Jahisama, uh, I'm actually going to be going. I'm in the process of going back to watch the Busi Road anime Review Starlight on High Dive. Um, partially inspired again by my love of D4DJ, uh, another Busi Road series with a gotcha game, um, but also because again this series is based on the Taka Vazuka uh, troupe, um, you know, of all girl theater, and you know this is so it's a super extra. Um, but you know the, the songs aren't your typical idol songs; they definitely feel like something out of musical theater, uh, which I appreciate there. So uh, definitely enjoying my time there. I think I'm about a third of the way through of that 12 episodes so far. Now, aside from that, I haven't caught up on the most recent episodes of the shows on Funimation, uh, mostly because I focus on Crunchyroll first because it's easy to just download the episodes and have them all and, and watch them all in one go, um, especially if there's internet issues. So um, the Funimation shows that I, I at last 
last I checked, we're, we're keeping up with. We're trying to. We're uh, Vanitas no Carte, uh, Make You Black Company, Obey Me, Realist Hero, Sunny Boy, and Urumitsu Onisan. Um, I'll get to them around. You know, it took me about a week to go through all the punchy roles I was behind on. It'll probably take me a week to get caught up to these. Um, I also might end up going back to watch Link Click after previewing it last Donghua episode. But yeah, that's it for Funimation. Um, over on the Netflix side of things, I still haven't gotten around to watching Beastar Season 1, much less Season 2, like I said I would, but hopefully I can get through to that. Um, I also still need to, check out, still need to check out at least the first episode of Eden Zero and Salmon King 2021, which has been locked in Netflix jail but came out last month, uh, to see if I'll make my way through those. And then outside of those, you know, any any of those platforms, you know, I, I of course wanted to catch up to uh, King's Avatar after watching it for last episode, um, as well as the sort Ore to Tsuhima, uh, which, you know, it's a sort, so it's going to take very little time for me to catch up whenever I do get there. Uh, notably, we also have later this month, September, uh, the Star Wars Visions and uh, project uh, with Anime Studios uh, working on you know th this famed uh, sci-fi series coming out on Disney Plus, I believe September twenty second. So definitely looking forward to that. I don't think I'll have an episode. Um, if, if, I, if I do have an episode, uh, the, the the second episode for this month, I believe comes out uh, on the seventeenth. So I actually won't have time. It won't be out by then. So I'll include Star Wars Visions and my impressions of those uh, in my uh, summer. 2021 uh, review episode beginning of October. Oh, also, notably, uh, I did watch the Ciro Bako movie, a uh, movie in theaters a couple weeks back. I was hoping, you know, through Th Fathom Offense to also watch uh, Lupin the Third, the first, um, as well as Josie the Tiger and Fist um, in theaters, but unfortunately, uh, various circumstances with my schedule didn't really allow for that. So, um, that being said, the third My Hero Academia movie is coming uh, to theaters at the end of October, um, which, honestly, I'll probably go watch. So, yeah. Um, that does bring me to the main topic for this episode, again, brought up by My Hero Academia. So, you see, for the longest time, I've had uh, MHA listed as a 4 out of 5 so since it basically began, right? Um, and it makes sense, right? It has a, a decent world, has the production quality you'd expect from a Sonen Jump series, um, and, and a lot of the Sonen tropes I'm a bit of a sucker for. Over time, I think partly partly maybe because I was also reading the manga, um, I kind of realized that it's in fact a rather average series, um, especially in its adaptation. And at its peak, I think it can definitely be a solid 4 out of 5. Um, on average, most of the time, especially the last couple of, of, of seasons, it's probably closer to a 3 out of 5 for the most part. Um, not to say it's a bad show, it's just, you know, in the grand scheme of all the anime I've watched, I don't think it would be a show that I would... Be, be at the very top of my list of anime you must watch uh, first. Now, there are a number of reasons why this is the case, you know, why My Hero Academia will be considered an average show, but I'm not going to get into all those specifically. The broader point, though, is for one reason or another, my score for shows that I've already rated have changed over time. Now, that's okay, right? As I grow as a person and consume more content, my tastes may shift and change over time. Maybe a show I didn't really have the maturity to appreciate the time it aired. Uh, in hindsight, you know, or, or watching it again or upon deeper reflection, really had a lot going for it that I didn't really catch the first time around. Vice versa, shows that were really flashy or uh, appealed to my younger uh, sensibilities of what makes for a good anime might not have the same weight or depth uh, that older me is looking for in anime at this point in time. So, you know, countdown to my 30th birthday in three months or so. Um, you know, in any case, I don't think it's a bad thing to go back and change scores for anime uh, that you once rated highly and bring it down to score, or even the reverse, have a lower rated so go up. After all, I think being able to take in new information or perspectives and change your opinion on something uh, is a sign of maturity, I think. 
Um, to that end, I actually went, if I, if I was going to go and change my score in My Hero Academia, um, I was going to go and do this thoroughly. So I went to my anime list uh, and regraded all the shows that I watched. Now, I tried to go with my gut instinct. You know, obviously, again, the point of this episode is to not have to go back and rewatch shows. Uh, so I just went with my gut instinct of what I remember from those episodes, from those anime, right? Especially those that maybe in the last year or so, you know, since starting this podcast, I maybe rated at one score when I first finished them. And then with time, as they said with me, I've kind of realized maybe they weren't as great as I thought when I initially, you know, had the hype behind it as I finished it on it. Um, similarly, there's some shows I've watched in the last year that, you know, maybe uh, over time I just realized, hey, this is actually was a lot better than I remember. I, I, I'm thinking about it and really the good parts stand out. And maybe that is a flaw in this methodology, right? Maybe I don't take into account the flaws. Um, but I think, you know, if I'm somebody who's watched at this point hundreds of anime, according to my anime list, um, really the stuff, the, the biggest impression that the show leaves um, is, is I think, part of the appeal, right? It, it's it, it was going to make a lasting impact on you. Um, even if in the moment it was great and, and was enjoyable for you, the, if a show has lasting impact and legacy, I think that's a, a point in its favor. Um, even if that may be more style than substance and maybe some shows that aren't as flashy get left behind as a result. Um, hopefully that's not the case though. So, you know, to refresh, you know, for listeners, new listeners to the podcast, uh, my scoring chart, if you haven't heard of it, uh, I use a five-point scale, right? Uh, three is considered average for me. Um, you know, one is is the worst so that I pretty much can't recommend. Two is a little bit uh, below average. Uh, three, again, average. Four is, you know, a so that's above average, definitely has a lot going for it, maybe a couple of flaws. And then five are so's that, aside from, you know, content sensibilities, you know, potentially people don't like Etsy or whatever, um, you know, or, or maybe they're not into violence. Uh, and that would make them, you know, a five, a five other may not be worth it for them. Um, those are shows I would otherwise, you know, pretty much have very few reservations about recommending to somebody. Um, now, there are nuances to say, to say you know, kid shows or uh, sorts or movies, for example, having, you know, different standards for what makes a three or a five versus a TV series having a three or a five. Um, and, you know, sometimes shows objectively may not be as good, but for what they're trying to do um, and for what they're attempting to do, if they accomplish that, you know, maybe even if on a technical level they aren't as good, um, on other elements, it more than makes up for it, right? So, you know, this is all very subjective to, to, in sort, right? Now, another part is that, you know, my anime list uses a 10-point scale. Now, again, if you look at, at user data, most of those scores tend to cluster around 7. So 7 is kind of the equivalent of a 3 out of 5 on my anime list, which I didn't really like, right? So my score that I use on my anime list to represent that, and if you go to my anime list, you'll see this in, in my header image. Um, I have a 1 on Mal uh, to be the equivalent of a 1 out of 5, a 3 on Mal to be equivalent of a 2 out of 5, uh, a 5 on Mal, average, you know, the midpoint being, the midpoint for me, 3 out of 5 on, on my score. Um, and then a 7 on Mal uh, would be considered a four out of five so for me uh, and a nine on mal is considered a five out of five for me so with this right most scores people would say is an average so is about seven or so would be a five for me so i tend to against the average mal uh, user have a you know an underrated score right so take that with a grain of salt if you look at my numbers now you know obviously up to if i go with the score five out of five for me is a nine so what i do with a 10 right not not give those any 10 well i actually reserve the 10 out of 10 score for anime that Generally, what I would consider the 5 out of 5, right? I can't give a 10 to a score that something would be like a 4 out of 5 or something, but not only does it have to be a 5 out of 5, it also has to like have some meaningful impact on me, some emotional, like strong emotional response that, you know, not only 
like not only was a great so for on its own merits, but also fundamentally sifted something about me as a person. I think and has just stuck with me in such a way that that in a very sublime way. It's very hard to describe, um, but it's kind of like one of those you know it when you see like oh this is definitely a ten. Also worth noting is that I only rate scores actually of shows that I actually have completed. So dropped shows or on hold shows or even currently watching shows uh, don't have a score yet. So as of this episode, I have rated 455 entries on my anime list. Uh, this includes series, sequels, movies, OVAs, specials, music videos, uh, whatever is on my anime list. Now of these, you know, 455 shows, uh, 18 or about 4% I have rated as a 1 out of 5. Uh, 91 out of 455 or about 20% make up a 2 out of 5. Uh, 3 and 4 out of 5 both have 141 eats or about 31% uh, of the total eats. Um, and then I have 57, 5 out of 5, so about 12.5%. And then that coveted 10 out of 10, uh, the perfect 5 plus score, so to speak, I've only given the 7 anime so far, about 1.5% of the total. So with that distribution range, right, about 62% or, you know, two-thirds of the anime, roughly speaking, are in the three and the four range, which seems about right. Like, the average um, is just a, is about 3.2 or so, uh, which is right near the center of the scale, maybe a little bit higher um, where I want it to be, um, you know, which this does skew higher, I think, with more fours than twos and more fives than ones, because, you know, obviously if it's a not great so or a two or a one, I'm more likely to drop it before actually finishing it and th thus not rate it. Um, if I were to rate all the shows I ended up dropping, this would probably balance out a lot more and perhaps even have more twos and ones just because of there's a lot of anime out there as a dropping um so yeah so you know i, I pe there is a survivor bias training it a little bit higher um that being said i am still keeping the creme de la creme pretty exclusive again making only less than two percent of all my anime being in the top uh, elite score so let's go through this list and see which scores i ended up adjusting First 10 out of 10 category, nothing's been demoted since the last time I talked about my anime list. I will say I actually added a new total list after watching it for the Ghibli rewatch. Isao Takahata's The Tale of the Princess Kaguya movie um, definitely joined this rank here. If you listen to my episode about the filmography, uh, when watching all his films, you'll understand why um, it earned its spot in just kind of like what are the accomplished. I think it's definitely hands down the best Ghibli film, uh, bar none, um, very well deserved inclusion. Okay, so that's the, the that's the ten out of tens. Now moving down to the the most of the five out of fives. You know, again, fifty seven total here. Um, I ended up making uh, seven adjustment, adjustments, all downward. Actually, uh, naturally, you know, there's really no they can't really go up. So you know, there's no place for them to go. So first up, we have Adachi Tosimamura. This is a, the Yuri romance from fall 2020. It was really great, right? It was beautiful, poetic, a breath of fresh air. Now, that all being said, with a bit less than a year's distance from it, while it was, again, very good, I don't think it would rank among the top 10% of shows I've ever seen good. Um, I think part of this comes from, again, there's a degree of contextual bias by doing anime in this you know seasonal review method for the podcast, right? When I'm putting everything on a five-point scale and, you know, there's a dozen shows I'm watching, my natural inclination will be, okay, let's put, you know, the top one or two of these shows from the season out of five, um, and maybe not everything necessarily at one. Again, the survivorship bias, but definitely include the top scores as a five, right? And, you know, uh, in however, when when you take it out of that, you know, 12 so context for the season and look at my entire 10-year history of watching anime, um, 
whether or not it's one of the best stars I've ever seen, the star of the the star that signs as, as that's the best of the season may not sign quite as brightly against all the other uh, really great shows out there. So I suspect the same uh, will happen this season, right? Frankly speaking, summer 2021 has not been as strong um, as past seasons. So you know, I think it's going to be some great inflation this season. And you know, I, I I'll definitely admit I th- I don't I don't think I'm going to try to forcibly adjust for that just ahead of time. I think I'll probably in the future come back and redo this again so that score, scores from 2021 will probably get you know weighted down eventually um, as more shows come out. So in any case, Adachi Totsumamura uh, gets reduced to a 4 out of 5 as a result. And similarly, you know, Decadence, uh, the anime of the season for summer 2020, uh, another fairly weak season. And then Tower of God, uh, which is, I believe, the first season I did this podcast, Spring 2021. And, um, now I split between new anime of the season and... Uh, and um, uh, se- sequel anime of the season. Um, this one would would have been new anime of the season, I think, uh, for spring 2020 if I had had that award around at the time. Those are also getting downgraded to four out of five for a similar reason. Great shows, had a great time with them, really fun, um, definitely above average, but also not quite the creme de la creme of the greatest anime out there. So, okay, next up we have, uh, not quite for the same reason, a decrease. Uh, we have the Digimon Adventure 2, uh, the fe- one featuring Diaboromon. Now, there's definitely a nostalgia factor with the Digimon and Pokemon, you know, childhood series, so to speak, uh, where I initially had it rated as a 5 for nostalgia reasons, right? I, there were many road trips, you know, I took as a kid with my family uh, where we watched the VHS of the American version of the Digimon movie in our van. Um, Book of the War Game, the, you know, the, the part where, where Matt and Izzy, um, you know, Fight off an ICBM, right? Uh, with with All Star playing in the back, uh, on the background, um, or not All Star? Was it All Star? Um, one week, one week playing in the background for the bare naked ladies. Like that is still a five out of five. You know, probably again due to nostalgia, but I also think it legitimately is the best Digimon, the best content of Digimon out there, um, at least in the movies. So. You know, in hindsight, if I'm being at least somewhat objective, objectivist, uh, the, that the Diaboromo Adventure Adventure Two movie uh, probably needs to be grounded still above average, but not quite you know the heights of it otherwise. Um, and similarly, right, not out in the four in the five out of five category. In the four out of five category, um, I downgraded two other Digimon Adventure movies down to three out of five. I'm also downgrading uh, the first season of Kaguya-sama: Lovers War to a four out of five. Season two still keeps its five out of five. Now. I don't do partial scores, right? I don't do four out of four point five out of five, or in this case, I guess it'd be like an eight out of ten in this situation. Um, I just, you know, I, I I think you know this this definitely is the closest that rides the border between four and a five. Um, and maybe on another day, if I re- were to redo the score, I would definitely feel it were a five. If I were to rewatch it, I would feel it was a five. Um, but I think you know, season two is. Definitely a step up, I think, in terms of the comedy uh, compared to season one. I think, at least for my personal taste, um, and especially adding on the element of character development as well. So I can't really say it's on the exact same level. Though, again, Kaguya season one is definitely a hilarious riot, and definitely, again, very much worth checking out. Um, and you know, the fact that that that's part, season two is still a five out of five means that hey, you should probably watch season one before you watch season two anyway. So I would recommend both, regardless. Okay, another big elephant in the room, uh, in, you know, in the fi- among my five out of fives was a uh, uh, Sword Art Online. Now, specifically, I had Elicization and Elicization War of the Under- Underworld Season 2, both out of five out of five. Now, again, I think I initially graded these as high because I was right off the hype of basically the show having pulled an Avengers Endgame, you know, making callbacks to hundreds of episodes, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, retroactively uh, ma- making the first couple of seasons a lot better in terms of explaining Kirito's psyche. Um, and again, certainly, you know, certainly uh, Sword Art Online still has a production value, has some of the best production value in the industry, um, you know, outside of Studio Mappa. Um, certainly very influential on the Instagram genre, which I think also kind of swayed my initial voting here. Now, I don't think, though, with about a year removed from this final season, um, I can be, if I'm honest with myself, I got, I can't give the full out five out of five. To that end, I've pushed Elicization down to a four out of five. Uh, War of the Underworld season two down to a three out of five, which is actually the biggest jump. It's the only jump decrease I made two full points instead of just one point. Um, and then I also downgraded the Ordinal Scale movie and the first season of War of the Underworld from a four out of five down to a three out of five. Um, I believe I'm still keeping uh, Sword Art Online season two as a four out of five as well. I just think that season alongside Elicization are the two strongest of the entire um are two strongest out of the entire uh, series uh, with um, with Mother's Rosario being the strongest part five out of five for sure but the majority of that season was the three out of five so all right, that's the five out of fives. Let's move to the four out of fives. Now, there were 24 downgrades, including those I talked about uh, related to the five out of five series. First off, we had My Hero Academia. Like I said, this is the one that got me to look at all my scores in the first place. I think I would say season two, which is the school festival arc and the stain arc, um, and season three, the summer training arc and Camino arcs um, are still definitely the best uh, with, you know, I still I still think I want to keep those at the four out of five. That said, I think seasons one, four, and most recently five, which hasn't finished um, just yet. So I guess technically not five since I'm not screening it yet. But as much as I've seen so far, those are very average in the grand scheme of things. And, you know, even if they are very competently produced in terms of action and, and animation. Now to that end, you know, the two completed seasons that, I, that I, I've put down uh, as a four out of five are now going down to a three out of five. Um, I also downgraded the, the two movies, you know, as standalone movies who really didn't really have that much impact. It had some great animation for sure. Um, but otherwise, I think just didn't quite have the weight that I'm looking for out of like a, a, an anime movie at this point. Um, it's going from a 3 out of 5 down to a 2 out of 5. Um, so, yeah. Now, there's a number of an- other anime, you know, similar to the, you know, there's another... Uh, uh, bunch of other anime in this category, four out of fives, uh, that I really liked one season of them. And I think I got kind of lazy when I was putting together my Mal and honestly just kind of gave them the same score. Um, So, you know, I let my opinion of the better season kind of color my opinion of these not bad seasons, but definitely not quite as great, right? So Dr. Stone season two, great series, right? Great second season, honestly. Um, I just think that the first season is just that much better in terms of what it actually does. Though that being said, knowing the manga ahead, if they can adapt it well, I think the second, the third season might end up being a four out of five again. Um, Let's see. We also have uh, Norgami season two. Uh, You know, first season, very stylistic. And second season carried out on, but the plot was not quite as great in season two as it was in season one. Psychopath season two, same thing. And also the time I was reincarnated as a Syme season two, part one, not the currently airing part two. Um, going from a four out of five down to a three out of five. Just what I really loved about the show kind of got lost in these other seasons. Uh, we also have the, the aforementioned seasonal frame of reference problem at play. Uh, series that subsequently were rated 4 out of 5, you know, you know, above average shows. I think I'm going to downgrade to a 3 out of 5. Uh, most of these are from the past year, um, though some aren't. Um, we have Gleipnir, uh, Goblin Slayer, High School of the Dead, Higehiro, Himo, Himoto Umaru-chan, Horimiya, Talentless Nana, and Senyoku no Shigadrifa, uh, all getting downgraded. In fact, actually, now that I'm talking it out loud, I think Senyoku no Shigadrifa probably has to go down to a 2 out of 5 if I'm honest. 
Now, there's also the OVA problem, right? Kind of like the series where one season impacts my opinion of all other seasons. Um, these are often pulled along by the original works. Now, in fact, across all series and grades, there are almost 40, 40 specials. Uh, maybe an OVA that was bundled with a BD with a Blu-ray or um, a special sword stream that's part of like a virtual event. Um, you know, I'm thinking I'm thinking I may actually go ahead and just like remove my scores for these specials because since Honestly, like those are so short that you know so much of the appeal is based on having known the the previous work. And they're not really great standalone works, um, and it's really hard to grade them on their own merits as a result. Um, though I guess the sequels are like that, but that's like a, a whole can of worms I don't want to get into. So, uh, in any case, uh, aside from moving removing those, um, you know. Some of them, you know, uh, Gundam Build Divers Battle Log, um, Sunny Boy and Doodop Girl, Voices of a Distant Star, Demon Slayer movie, Konosuba OVA, and Pokemon The Origin, and the last Naruto movie. Um, I think I'm going to not remove these since these aren't specials per se, um, but I'm going to move them down from a 4 out of 5 to a 3 out of 5 uh, for these purposes of, you know, they're great, but they can't really stand alone on their own. Uh, well, I guess some of them can, right? Sunny Boy and Doodop Girl, but um, I, get, I think the impact just wasn't quite as great for me. Now, those were all the 4 out of 5s that got downgraded, but there were actually a couple of shows that actually upgraded to a 5 out of 5 after having sat on them for, you know, a while. Uh, Mob Psycho 100 Season 2 and Eurocamp Season 2 are both getting promoted. Uh, their first seasons are already 5 out of 5s for me, and in hindsight, these second seasons were just as good as the first, um, if not, in, in Eurocamp's case, even better, potentially. Um, let's see. And then we had Zombieland Saga, uh, which I had watched actually for the first time last winter ahead of Zombieland Saga Revenge, which for some reason I completely forgot to rate when I finished it. Um, that was at a 4 out of 5, but in hindsight, especially with Zombieland Revenge, uh, it was an absolute gem of a show that I think really should be a 5 out of 5. Um, you know, some absolute bangers in there as well. So definitely reg and recommend uh, Zombieland Saga for sure. Um, and then SSS as Gridman, I had a 4 out of 5 when I initially watched it. Now, I had SSS as Xenon from last season be a 5 out of 5 and I actually thought about bringing it down to Gridman's 4 out of 5 level but honestly I couldn't do that to SSS Dynas Zedon and honestly with Gridman uh, it really deserved to be as good if not better uh, than uh, um, SSS Dynas Zedon so you know it's just a great and unique show and, and honestly the, the plot that goes behind it is just amazing so um, solid promotion to uh, 5 out of 5 for, for Gridman. All right, moving to the three out of fives, there were 19 downgrades I made. Aside from those I already talked about in other categories, uh, Aldo Noah's Z Zero, uh, Seasons 1 and 2, as well as Dimension Z uh, W and Nisekoi are all getting downgraded from a three out of five to two out of five, mostly for being kind of forget like I remember some parts of it, but not enough to like really have like, that great an impression of them. Um, animation Runner Kuromi, uh, which was an old proto version of East of, of Sirobaku as an OVA. I, I watched it for an early episode for, uh, for this podcast. Um, it was okay, a great example of an early uh, an early meta anime, but production wise, even considering it was made produced in the in the two thousands, ended up not being that great. Kind of limited, so that's a two out of five. And then likewise, My Hero Academia movies and OVAs. Um, I downgraded the Dragon Ball Resurrection F movie, uh, Build Fighters, uh, Tri uh, Gundam Build Fighters, uh, Tri Island Wars, and the Pokemon Twilight Expansion Special. You know, all of these movies and OVAs, um, and a lot of the Pokemon sorts and uh, movies as well as the Yu Gi Oh movies down to a two out of five. That's why some upgrades from the other fives. There were a couple. Uh, Grimgar, uh, you know, Fantasy and Ass, and Akatsuki no Yona are great shows. I think are definitely above average and should be a four out of five. Uh, Modest Heroes from Studio Podoc, which I watched actually for the Ghibli episode. Um, you know, 
I think I was a little bit harsh when I initially graded them. I had it a three out of five, but in hindsight, I think it's definitely above average, and I would give them a four out of five. Um, this may change, I think, again in the future as as I sit on it more. Um, and then similarly, the sword series. Tonkatsu DJ Agitaro, just so creative and out of the box that I think it's definitely the above average for a sort. Um, and as a result, since it's just, you know, thinking of it as a sort, um, it would definitely be a four out of five for me. Now, the last uh, grade with changes were two out of fives. Uh, there's only a single change. Um, heavy object was downgraded to a one out of five. I legitimately can barely remember anything about this show at all. No reason really to recommend it at all whatsoever. Um, most of the other twos I can at least remember some reason to worth checking out, even if it's not worth finishing necessarily. Anyway, after all these adjustments and removing scores uh, for specials and music videos, as well as for scores from shows that I supposedly, uh, but legit cannot remember having even started, you know, I definitely remember starting Heavy Object I just, and, and finishing it. Um, I just don't remember starting any of uh, Gamers, The Mad Side, Legends of Sinbad, the second half of Gundam Build Orphans, or Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, and Gundam Thunderbolt December Sky. Those I don't remember starting, so removing those um, and the specials and music videos, I end up with 412 completed anime. Uh, now, you know, going into the uh, specific breakdowns after all of these adjustments, still have seven scores at 10 out of 10. Um, and then down, um, now I have gone to 54 uh, out of five, 54, five out of fives, which is down from 57. Uh, and down to 115, uh, four out of fives, which is down from 141. Uh, down to 117, uh, three out of fives, down from 141. Uh, down to 100, uh, two out of fives, which is up from uh, 91. Um, and then down to 19, and up to 19, one of the ones, uh, up from 18. Um, this breaks down percentage-wise to still less than 2%, uh, 10 out of 10s, uh, 13% for 5 out of 5s, up from, you know, 12.5%, um, you know, up to uh, 28%, uh, down to, uh, rather down to 28%, uh, 28.5% for uh, the 4 out of 5s, which is down from 31%. Um, 3 out of 5s is now at about a 29%, down from 31%. Um, 2 out of 5s is up to 24 and a half, almost 25%, uh, which is up from 20%. Um, and then the 19, and then the 1 out of 5s are now about 5%, uh, up from about 4% or so. Uh, my average score went from a 3.23 down to a 3.15, excluding my 10 out of 10s. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's not a massive fundamental shift. Um, if anything, it's interesting that my score, I guess, went down. Um, though I guess like if I'm being more critical of older stuff that I watch, it makes sense that, I, that the score is going down as a result. Um, so yeah, we'll just have to see maybe in a couple of, in a, in a year or so, if any shows from this year that I you know have, have a particular score um, you know, end up going down or up. I think it's just a great exercise to you know, go back and see where the hype might have played in or whatever other reason might have come, come in and played in um, and, and either fought up a score that didn't deserve to be or uh, maybe you were too harsh on something. And again, um, if it's to the test of time and might deserve a better score, I think an anime should be re-rated to reflect that. So... Uh, with that, I think that's an end for this episode. Um, you know, what are your scoring systems? How do you rate anime? What do you think about changing scores for anime? Um, what's your distribution of, of scores look like? Is it do you watch everything, even if it's bad, or do you limit it to only things you like? Um, let me know on Twitter at yetanoanipod at, or via email at yetanotheranimepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow my my animalist at ninjaboy333, boy with an I, or all, all the major podcast services iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, be sure to subscribe. 
leave a review, share us with a weeby friend of yours, anything helps. Uh, you can even support us directly by going to patreon.com. Uh, links to all of that will be in the show notes. Intro and outro music provided by Suichi Sakagami, Tandas.com, editing production by Ninja Boy Media. Thanks for, that's it for this episode. We air again on the first and third Fridays of each month. Next time on yet another anime podcast, as I continue to work through my current series and try to get caught back up, uh, we're going to do our annual look at the past year of weekly Sonin Jump manga, what started, what's dropped, what I've been reading, and so on. Um, until then, though, see you, Space Cowboy. Bang. Bang.